is just dying to find out what Cordelia designed sleighing outfits would look like. Right? I would I really die. Want to know. Yeah. Hilfiger, she says. Tommy Hilfiger. So a yeah. lot of like red, white, and blue Americana shit. Yeah, like tracksuits. Oh my maybe? god. Sporty Can athletic tracksuits that they like zip. They can zip in and out of them and then yeah. have like unitards underneath. I oh think that my god. would be cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like the Olympics, but yeah. slaying. I yeah. love a good mid-slaying costume change. Yeah, they're like, hold on, I gotta get out of this jumpsuit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, my name is Kate. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, or they, them. And I am in the rainy, um, cold, sadly, hellmouth of South Philadelphia. And uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Leslie. Hi, I'm Leslie, and I I go by, uh, I use they or she pronouns. I'm going like 80-20 these days, so. (laughs) 80-they, 20-she, yeah. And um, I am in the, yeah, the chilly sort of overcast hell mouth of Boston MA. And we have a guest this week. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you introduce yourself? I would love to. Uh, My name is Audrey. I use she, her pronouns. And I am from the very rainy, like almost frighteningly so, like to the point where I was concerned that maybe my power was going to go at some point Uh in the past hour. uh, Hellmouth of Cincinnati, Ohio. (laughs) And Audrey joins us from one of our fave podcasts, Radio Free Tote Bag. Where we guested a couple months ago. Yeah, you guys were great. Yeah, that, that was episode so much fun. was really fun. <laughs> the, it was a lobster themed episode. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan does these little runners. I did it's not incredible. mean to do that, but <laughs> No, I listened today and it was like like the most recent one was like a gym themed episode. Yeah, we're racking up <laughs> question plates. Yeah, I was like, all right, Dono. <laughs> Whatever you say, you got it. <laughs> I, I like love him. It. What did I, I, like I what did I call him? It was off it was off mic, but I called him like if Robert Pattinson was a youth minister. That's what he looks like to me. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> that no, I, I mean, I I'm down with that. I mm-hmm. actually think Dono would look great in a um in a Hilfiger tracksuit. Yeah, Cordelia designed Hilfiger tracksuit for for their uh, workout sesh. Yeah. Yeah. Works the, Uh, what does she say? Works the glutes and the something else? I can't remember. I don't know what muscles do. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. It's like a good core workout because it's a lot of grappling and that's really good for your core. That's true. Yeah. Abs. Abs, baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um should we do a little vibe check Who let's do it go? let's do Who it wants to go first on this th- to celebrate this wonderful week that we're having oh man well I- i'll go first because okay. i i had kind of a good week because my my mom came up to visit me for my birthday my birthday was on fourth yeah and uh yeah I'm, happy I'm, birthday thank you happy i'm birthday. old as shit um <laughs> not as old as angel that's true yeah. yeah i can always make myself feel better about that mm-hmm. um but y- you know what's funny about parents like when they're here it's like oh my god get the f- get the fuck away from me woman like 
I know yeah. you, you know, I know I destroyed your vagina on the way out and I'm sorry, but like you can't hold that over my head for like going on 40 years. Like, yeah, it's just so fun. But uh, then as soon as they get on the plane, it's like, I want my mommy. Yeah. So that's the kind of like, I've been an emotional roller coaster the past week. Yeah. Let me tell you. I hear oh that. Oh my god. But we went and saw like cool shit. Like, you know, I live in Boston. There's like no shortage of stuff to do. Um, but we we did a lot of like outside non-touristy shit, which I I enjoy doing cuz like I could do that. I could do the Freedom Trail or like yeah. I could piss on I can piss on Sam Adams' grave anytime I want to, but <laughs> I hope you I hope you do pretty often. Um, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right up the right up the road, you know. <laughs> But no, it was cool. It was cool to like get out of town and like do some other non-touristy shit for a while. Yeah, it's so nice to be outside. And like other than the last day, mm-hmm. it's been Yeah, it was like perfect beautiful. weather for it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw that you went for like a fancy high tea. Ooh, so they have a uh, shout out <laughs> to my friend Kit who who um recommended this to me. Mm. Um they told me about they do like like yeah like fancy tea at the boston public library and it is it is fancy as fuck that's so fun did you wear white gloves no i should have thought about that though man i did wear a big hat though hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) you know they they say the bigger the hat the closer to god so yes so it was Mm -hmm. a really tall hat it was so super big. It was like um, Doug Dimmodome, own, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. I was thinking like, um, yeah, like cat, a cat in the hat hat. Yeah, yeah, a Jamiroquai hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah, yeah. hats then the additive inverse of hoop earrings? Oh. That like the, bigger oh, the, the yeah. saying is, of course, mm-hmm. the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe is oh, the bigger the yeah. hat. The less of a hoe. The less of a hoe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true. What if you wear both at the same time? Are you just well? Then you're just you're just confusing everybody (laughs) at church in purgatory. You just level out. Yeah, you're on. Mitch Hedberg would say is a lot of cranial accessories. (laughs) Yeah, it is a lot. That is a lot. Like I Uh wear I wear glasses and I have a septum ring, so I like try and keep my other head accessories to a right. minimum minimum yeah yeah there, there was a time in my life when i was mass presenting that i would have a beard sunglasses a hat and headphones it's a lot. and that's that's too much oh. look that's far yeah, that too is much too look. much look yeah. you know what kind of look that is that says like mm-hmm. i'm going to bomb a major intersection look <laughs> <laughs> wow that's no good <laughs> <laughs> look for me on the news is what that looks yeah. like yeah an artist rendering wanted. yeah yeah you gotta take one of those things off that's what coco chanel yeah exactly <laughs> when you leave take your take your murder sunglasses off yeah at least <laughs> um audrey would you like to do vibes yes sure um so of course everyone is real shook up uh and i am just in almost a panic uh i had a long session with my therapist today and i feel Mm. so sorry for that poor woman Uh, (laughs) because she had to she had to talk me down for an hour and uh what we landed on this is this is what i'm trying to internalize i'm trying to hold on to this she said just by being who you are 
you are influencing the world in a positive way. And so Absolutely. while you should while you should continue to do everything that you can in the wider struggles in the world just by being the kind of good and genuine person that you are, you are improving the world. So don't that don't rules. put too much pressure on yourself I completely and just try agree to vibe with that. out. And and you know the the you know uh, everybody has a podcast and like everybody's got mm -hmm. like their their content or whatever and like some of it doesn't really matter like i'm i'm thinking specifically of like joe rogan or some shit sure <laughs> but the content that you and dono produce like mm. definitely has a net good on the world oh yeah you know yeah, what i mean <laughs> i feel, I, I think so really anyway good to hear. thank yeah, you so absolutely. much yeah i agree yeah. Just trying to keep my feet on the ground. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm very seriously considering physical fitness because, as they say, a fascist worked out today. Did you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. True. Yeah. We got to get in uh, Buffy shape. <laughs> That's I think, right. For the revolution. A hundred percent. Yeah. Buffy holding the what, whatever that like amazing thing that she has in the end of. Uh, the, ep the first episode like a scythe with a yeah like it's like almost like a comma axe with yeah, yeah. what's that it's wild. well okay we're, we're gonna talk about those. that because that, yeah. that whole situation was very very specific and very deliberate i feel like yeah mm -hmm. so yeah. why don't why don't we just like jump right into it can we yeah let's do it yeah. okay so we are <laughs> see what I was just saying, Kate's the keeper of the of the synopses. I am. I mean, you know, it's not. I don't. I I'm don't too write lazy them. to remember. I don't write them. They're Buffy. Yeah. It's like the yeah. Buffy shout out wiki. to the to the Buffy wiki writers. Yeah, <laughs> those fucking um, nerds. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you, Buffy Wiki. Um, so we are in season three, baby. They said it couldn't happen, but here we are. <laughs> um. So we're starting with uh, the uh, first episode, Anne, uh, trying to escape who she is. Buffy finds herself, I find this hilarious, in a city far from home. Not really. Where she is forced to once again face her destiny to battle a de demonic force threatening inner city kids living on the street. Back in Sunnydale at the onset of senior year, Willow, Xander, Cordelia, and Oz try to keep the vampire population in check without getting themselves killed, while Giles search for, searches for leads on Buffy's whereabouts. So, I love that this this episode opens in the graveyard like it always does. Um, or season opener is in the mm -hmm. graveyard. But... Mm -hmm. It's not Buffy who's fighting the vampires. You it's see Willow. Willow, and she looks so fucking cute with her new she hair. Really and she says, uh. "Come and get it, big boy." <laughs> <laughs> I had issues that with was, from the jump. I, was like, I thought that was so horny, and that was just like so funny <laughs> to me. I like that she's just like trying on slogans. You yeah, know? she's like, yeah. ah, that one's weird. Because she says, like, well, the Slayer always like has a quip or yeah. like something a retort i'm just you mm -hmm. know i'm just trying them on for size yeah you try coming up with one in the moment she's exactly which exactly. oz does and he he fucking crushes it he's like this time it's personal <laughs> yeah but like that's just a movie thing right like, that is just a movie thing yeah, yeah. i feel he like it was dudes rock up. solidarity when xander like, goes <laughs> yeah yeah that one yeah that's a good one classic classic mm-hmm <laughs> 
But yeah, it's very cute. I feel like Willow, this is like the start. Um, season three is kind of, I think, the start of Willow like coming into her own. Mm-hmm. Really blossoming, yeah. Mm-hmm, becoming a witch. Um, eventually coming out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like, it's cool. It's like Willow's, she's got, like you said, Leslie, she's got a haircut. She's dressing a little bit like more uh, adult, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Making choices for that character. Yeah. Making choices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then meanwhile, so that's going on in Sunnydale. They're trying to kind of keep, keep, the piece, I guess, and not doing like a fantastic job, but they're trying. Um, and then meanwhile, Buffy is not in a city far from home, uh, but the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> is um, that where she is? Yeah, she's like yeah. two hours away, probably. Oh, Maybe not I even thought, that. oh man, I thought the entire time she was in New York. Oh no, she's definitely in LA. <laughs> oh shit, she'd be a hell of a greyhound. That would be days on the dog. Days on the Damn. dog. Okay. Well, okay. They did not make it explicit. And they true. just kind of You're like, right. you know, she, she looks out her window and there are streets and there's a, <laughs> a street. There's <laughs> one like, street. <laughs> there's people walking around and like a police car. And it, it just read very like the city to me. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I guess I mean, I, I, I've never been to LA. I don't even know what LA looks like. Same. Uh, well, so I, I guess I just like assumed. I just assumed it was like you know, like Skid Row in LA, like it's yeah. just sort of like the the bad part of LA, which like barely exists anymore, but like there's no bad part of New York anymore either. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Back in like cause I started to say like, okay, it's nineteen ninety eight in New York City or or so I thought. Like <laughs> Disney Disney has already bought most of Broadway. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they have already cleaned up 42nd Street. Like there's no way all of these like these like homeless people would be around. They would have yeah, already Buffy- done like so many sweeps by now. And Buffy can't afford New York. Yeah, yeah I guess not. Yeah. The um the ambiance in the street scenes reminds mm-hmm. me very much of Santa Monica as depicted in the uh classic video game Vampire <laughs> the Masquerade Bloodlines. Oh, holy shit oh my god it felt like santa monica and bloodlines for y'all listening if you have not played that video game go do it play now. it right now it's so good <laughs> you have to patch it, it on windows 10 like well, no don't play it now wait till it, finish the episode we're only 15 minutes in for christ's sake yeah afterwards go play vampire the masquerade bloodlines that game fucking owns bones yeah, yeah have it, a have a vampire themed evening why don't you hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you know what? Honestly, now I'm like, was she in LA? I'm just assuming she was. Um because it I don't know, it just fe- it felt like LA. It's um, it's really odd that they didn't make it explicit which city she was in. Yeah. Like that feels weird to me. Like all it takes is one line of saying like Well, like, here you, in LA, we, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 You, you know what it was? It was because <laughs> It was because they used the exact same set when they had the flashback of Angel living in Manhattan in like the 80s or whatever. Oh. 
and I was like, that's definitely the same. Like, I've definitely seen that same street corner. This is the city playset. Yeah, just exactly. Yeah, quote unquote, the city. They should have had like one palm tree or something, and then you'd be a single palm tree. Yeah. Okay, we're in LA now because I was Mm -hmm. doing that. I watched. fantastic movie they live last week hell yeah Uh, oh hell yeah incredible movie and uh like at first i was like where is this and it's like okay you see a palm tree and you're like all right this is LA. (laughs) i know (laughs) where i'm at and it's like low like there's no there aren't as many skyscrapers in la it's kind of like Mm. a low built city you know okay yeah it has that look um but yeah, so she's just working as a waitress in an incredibly shitty diner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Anne now, which is her, I guess, her middle name. Her middle name. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't either. Buffy Ann Summers. All right. Man, what a name. It does flow. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and um, she's recognized by... So she's like, you know, trying to be completely undercover like um that guy there's a guy who like slaps her ass in the diner and she has a moment where she thinks about like kicking his ass Mm -hmm. and then she's like yeah Yeah. um so yeah she's trying to just be as like quiet and unbuffy as possible you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. she doesn't want anybody to know where she is and i guess it makes sense like giles is out looking for her like yeah he just hops flights when he thinks like <laughs> on, on his on his librarian salary he's just <laughs> getting on flights does watcher council have a salary attached to it like is he i like, was wondering that like if it have, has to where did where else they have get money for those books <laughs> per diem. Diem. he has to like put the receipts through yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm taking these. I'm looking. Paper and... <laughs> I, I lost. I lost my Slayer. I gotta. Yeah. I gotta keep looking. Yeah, I wonder. a hundred dollars for dinner every night. Yeah, like how pissed do you think the Watcher Council is right now that like <laughs> the one and only Slayer, the chosen one, is like missing? Absolutely. Like, well, I'm did sure he Ken, just play it Kendra off? Did he go? She's her take... shit. She's mm-hmm. dead. Oh, that's right. Fuck. <laughs> she was still alive. She's doing something. But... Spoilers. <laughs> I can't die. <laughs> uh... Oh, no. Well, you know what? Yeah, that okay. was two whole weeks ago that we talked about that. Yeah. It was a stone cold fortnight ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, Audrey, have you seen, had you seen this episode? I'm sure that I had in passing. Like, yeah. um, I marathoned this with my partner in college. She was obsessed with this program. Nice. And mm. so I've I've got a watch of this under my belt, but it was many <laughs> years ago. And I was basically just trying to snug, you know? Just trying to get <laughs> yeah. some snugs in. Buffy and chill. That's yeah. Pre-Netflix pre and chill. Yeah. <laughs> she had this shit on DVD. Like, we bought it. Like, oh, we bought the man. DVD with those set. special features. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I have the DVD box set somewhere, too. I, I no oh, longer yeah. oh. have a way to play it, but I do have it. <laughs> Damn you, technology. Yeah. There is a way. VLC Media Player will do it if you download the right codec. Oh. Just saying. Interesting. Right. Okay. Sweet. Um, 
So, like, I love that, uh, did you, did anyone, like, recognize right at the beginning that- Not um, a clue. Lily was Chanterelle from Chanterelle. the- no. The vampire worshipping no. cult. Not a clue, no, but I thought it was fucking hilarious how Buffy was like, oh, yeah, that name's a mushroom, by the way, and, yeah. and Lily was like, wait, really? She's <laughs> like, ew, I thought like, that's kind of disgusting. It's an exotic mushroom. It's like an yeah. exotic mushroom, yeah. It's not, though. It's like, <laughs> of <laughs> yeah, all the varieties in France or wherever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's more it's more exotic than, like, a button mushroom. Right. Or That's true. Cremini or whatever. Cremini, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lily says something incredible. She goes, uh, I was in a vampire, I was in a cult that worshipped vampires. I know, it's lame. It's not. That's metal as fuck being in a cult that worships Hell vampires. Yeah. It's like the coolest thing that ever happened to you. You know, aside from that one guy who, I forget his real name, but he wanted to be called Diego. Oh, yeah. His name was actually like Steve or something. Yeah, like Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the fact that like, I, I don't know, because like their, their club or whatever, the Sunset room sunset lounge or whatever that's the club that like me and kate want to hang out in oh yeah forget the bronze bronze is lame i want to hang out in the sunset club the bronze is is the teen bar that like all the teens yeah christian teen nightclub sunset lounge though sunset lounge you'll get your first hand job at sunset lounge whoa by by, some guy named diego and some guy with uh with painted uh with black painted fingernails fingernails yeah and a cape he bought at party city yeah Aww. um <laughs> i love also that sh- um lily slash chanterelle wants to take buffy to a rave yeah that was yeah, so nice that would have been sick i mean she I wanted know. buffy to pay for it but it's the thought that counts yeah she was like um i'd love to take you to a rave but i don't have any money <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the point that Buffy sort of balks at it too, because it's there's like a moment where you almost think Buffy's gonna do it, and then she's like, "But I don't." I mean, like you're paying for both covers. Yeah, I do wish that like we had seen the rave. Like, I just I would love to go to a, I would love to go to a LA rave. Yeah, I heard I heard in LA or in like California, they have like really early morning raves or almost like morning hmm. yoga classes. So you have like a rave at like 6 a.m. before you go into work. Damn. They have those. I think Can they would trying to make that happen in New York too. Oh God. But it's no, like, there's no way. Yeah. I feel like that is a very LA thing to be like, <laughs> I wake yeah. with, the, with the sunlight and dance, yeah. dance and, you know, my alarm clock goes. I thought we were going to get to see Buffy dance to Halcyon and on and on. I know. Oh my god! Only. Yeah. That would have been really cool, but alas. Um. So okay, my other question is: Do we think? So, like, I got the read that Lily and Ricky were like heroin addicts. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they well, I mean, there's a lot of like implied, like the concept of like, uh, and it it it, it's garbage Uh because like, (laughs) sorry, I have a lot to say, and I'm I am I'm like I'm having a stroke. Um, 
I feel like Joss Whedon saw like the basketball diaries and he was like, that's fucking cool as hell. Yeah. And like did not learn any of the lessons from that movie. He watched so like he the was- first half an hour or something. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, I want there to be like a cool drug den and like yeah. I want people to be like on dirty mattresses and like this. None of this is cool. Like, the concept of homelessness and, like, drug use and, like, addiction, that's – none of this is cool, Joss. Yeah, it's not It's not cool in 98. It's not cool in 2022, the year of our Lord. Like, (laughs) get over it. Yeah. There's, like, that really weird montage of, like, homeless L.A. kids. Yeah, with, like, almost – what was that? (laughs) It should have been Sarah McLachlan, Arm of the Angels. Yes. Which, unfortunately, they already used in season two. They did, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, but it was very much like Sarah McLaughlin doing the... um, the won't pet, you like pets won't just yeah. Yeah. Just shot game. like that there's yeah. even there's like the editing thing where like the the final person in the montage is like in slow motion mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so so weird because it like he's never done anything like that before it never happens again it's just like on a very special episode of buffy yeah <laughs> The gang it, learns about homelessness. It it just know? makes me think, like, uh, like I know Joss Whedon, like, his parents were rich, and he's lived, like, a very, like, sheltered, yeah. rich boy lifestyle. He went to Wesleyan. He went to Wesleyan, yeah. like, fucking yeah. of course. It, it just makes me think, like, obviously his knowledge of drug use, drug, you know, you know, problems, addiction, or whatever, homelessness, is all informed by media consumption yeah yeah yeah. it's so obvious and it's like oh it's so disgusting yeah i mean i do think there's an interesting thing about like sort of um you know the bet the bad guy is like this creepy preacher who's kind of like hanging around the streets oh Um, yeah you know so uncomfortable yeah it's gross he's really gross he does have have big like um hello my name is elder price and i would like to tell you about this most amazing book yeah he's definitely got like the he has creepy priest kind of like vibes Mm -hmm. and yeah um but, like, you know, the whole point, you know, like, he is acting as if he's going to save these people. Um, and, like, the whole point is that he's, you know, taking kids that, like, are healthy to work them to death. But, like, no one's ever going to look for them. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, okay, I watch a lot of Criminal Minds. Same. And, and Criminal Minds is based on, you know, a lot of FBI serial killer information or like you know knowledge so a lot of serial killers do kind of target what they call like low risk people Mm -hmm. you know people who are homeless people who do have drug addiction people who do like not have family who wouldn't essentially know that they were gone for days on end so he did very much read like a very like intelligent very conniving very like perceptive serial killer yeah yeah basically like he knows that he can take like hundreds of kids off the street Mm -hmm. and like people are not gonna look for them because other Mm -hmm. you know it's like 
they're they're just like a horde like nobody yeah. you know tries to figure out like who they are individually they're just kind yeah of like, and he he his like henchmen or whatever break them down to basically mm-hmm. saying like i am no one i am nothing and then that's, they spit them out yeah when they're done and they that's all that they know of themselves is like i am no one i'm nothing you know that was so creepy like that was know, very creepy at first when you start seeing people like say that i'm no one like on the mm-hmm. street and then like later you know you find out that like these are people that's who why had been working for like um Okay, the the whole the time thing, like I'm having, a, I had a hard time understanding, but because I don't understand time. Um, <laughs> well, time's fake. Just in general. Um, First of all, yeah. yeah, it's made up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, these kids are abducted by creepy preacher Ken, mm-hmm. and who who is actually spoiler a demon, and <laughs> uh. Brings them into the, um, you know, his creepy, uh, like, youth house. And then pushes them into this, like, black portal pool, like, videodrome kind of situation. And then (laughs) they go into sort of a hell dimension where the, where time is not the same. Right. So once he pushes them into the black goo. Mm Mm-hmm. The reality that they are in moves a lot slower than human, you know, Buffy reality. Yeah, or it moves faster there so that you would age. Right, yeah, a a hundred years pass in that reality versus a day in Buffy's reality. Okay, so why... I I feel like I I don't need to ask this. I'm like, why doesn't (laughs) Buffy get a little bit older? Right. Or oh, like that's how, true. how much time passes in the demon realm? Like how long were they actually in the demon realm in real world time? In the right. time that they were like, yeah, trying yeah, to kick it's his just ass. not handled. Like they yeah. just they just choose not to. I'm to like, engage eh, with that. all right, yeah, just just got tired like- in the middle of it. He was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go wrap a hundred dollar bill around my dick. <laughs> mine would just be like a bunch of 20s because i don't know how to get a hundred dollar bill yeah i don't know where i would get a hundred dollars i gotta get five of these um, um did anyone i i think i was doing something else when they established like what they were doing in this weird dimension were they like it's, they're working for yeah. doing something? It's a factory a Patton, of sorts. Yeah. This is a Patton Oswalt joke, but it's it appears that the factory only manufactures sparks. <laughs> it does look yeah. like it is one of those things where you're like, okay, so they're all a lot like of weird lava. <laughs> yeah. A lot of molten metal in mm-hmm. vats and a lot of yeah. sad people in like potato sacks. Oh, I loved the potato sack. Like, yeah, it was outfits. a good look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> it's so yeah, like on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> the one demon with the teeth outside of his face was pretty cool. Ooh, oh, that I was, liked him too. Yeah, yeah, that was cool, cool makeup because you could still like hear 
what he was saying. He's he's not like Doctor Dooming it up in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that was really cool. Yeah, I wrote down that he had a scary flesh helmet, like, <laughs> and it kind of looked yep. like a like a football, like the way you would lace. Yeah, a football. the way it was like yeah, mm-hmm. the way it was like stitched together almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was a really good. I I agree. I think that was a very good. Um, <laughs> no, that was cool. Design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, um, so okay. the main demon guy who who is Ken the yeah. the guy um, the guy who the says the word guy. body and a chill goes down my spine <laughs> yeah not not a fan of that um, he is played by American actor Carlos Jackot. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I know I've seen in... this dude in things. Yeah, he, he yeah you he, he was in Gross Point Blank. He was in Being John Malkovich. Mm. And oh. he was in a bunch, you know, a bunch of other stuff. He's done all kinds of stuff. He was in Big Love. Oh. Um, I think he's the main guy in Big Love, if I'm not mistaken. No, he's not a main guy in Big Love. But... He, but he's like a guy. He is definitely um, he was, a guy. He was there like from start to finish for sure. Okay. Um, how old was Carlos Jackot when this episode was filmed in Ooh. 1998? Interesting. So this was 98. This was years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to place it because he he seems like he could be one of those guys that's like always looked like he's 35 since he was mm-hmm. like 19 years old mm-hmm. yeah yep i'm gonna guess 24 i'm gonna go 27 carlos jackot was born on july 28th 1967 he's <gasps> in 31 Ooh, baby oh. face. 1998. Yeah, he does. He wow. has a baby face. Um, do you guys think that when he was a kid in school, people called him Carlos Jackoff? Oh, absolutely. Because children <laughs> fucking I mean, suck. It's way the too worst. easy. And I'm yeah. sorry. But it's if almost like boring. If you're an actor and you like generally change your last name, <laughs> like go for it, dude. <laughs> change that shit. Yep. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> no one will begrudge you That's for changing true. your name to like Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carlos you know what though? Like I-, I think this is a comedian's joke too. Like y- your name could be anything and shitty kids will find a way to like make fun of yeah. it. Oh yeah. So my mom's last name, um, her maiden name was Degelman, and they mm. would call her Dingleberryman. <laughs> And it's like what? That's not, that's really, not even good. Really reaching, and I then would really needed to workshop that. And then um, people would call my last name is Terry, and people would call me Crunchberry. No, nope. yeah, not that's really bad. Okay. That's All the right. worst. I mean, I think Crunchberries are are like nice. So I was like, yeah, nice. they're delicious. This is yeah. a compliment. This yeah. is not an insult, children. I have a buddy who. Uh, was teased by being called Biscuit. He has a last name <laughs> that was pretty similar to Biscuit. And I'm like, no, Biscuit rules as a nickname. That's like, a you should have owned that shit. <laughs> yeah, Biscuit is an awesome nickname. Um, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Kids. It's true, though. Like, yeah, they'll figure anything out. But I feel like Jack, Jack out or Jackot. Jackot, <laughs> Jackot is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. There's no way. There's no way he did not. Yeah get out alive like my my um my second cousin's wife her last name 
it's spelled K U N T Z. Sure. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's yeah. yeah, and it's like, you know what? That's like one of those things, like, I don't believe in taking someone else's last name in marriage. But right. like, I'll do it for But if that. it's fucking cool like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you would take someone, you'd be like, I want to be Mrs. Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mrs. Cunts to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Actually, it would be really fun to say. I would yell say, that at the bank. It'd be really fun to say, that's Professor Cunts to you. <laughs> Dr. Cunts, if you please. I didn't go to eight years of medical school to be called Mrs. Cunts. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Now I do want that last name. I think there you great. go. All right. Um, anyway, can we anyway. talk? How do, I, I would love to talk about Giles and Joyce and that Ooh. whole scene. Mm-hmm. Because they have a lot of weird sexual tension. Oh, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about that, but sure, we can go oh. there. <laughs> okay. That's your fanfic that you've been reading lately. <laughs> um, uh-huh. right, I've been well, writing it. I didn't necessarily want to talk about the sexual tension. We can, but I was also thinking just the fact that Joyce blames Giles. Yeah, that was real messed up. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, Audrey, what do you think about that? She's she's under a lot of pressure, Buffy. It's like a big fucking deal. And Giles is the only sort of anchor to that world of the supernatural available to her. And so I don't see, like, she's the slayer whether or not Giles shows up. Right. So, like, having him as a guide is overall a benefit. I think I don't think you can lay that at his door in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think Joyce... It's like she's trying to, like, flip... I feel like she probably feels very guilty for how angry she got with Buffy at the end of season two. And, like, you know, she basically told Buffy to just, like, get the hell out. Yeah. And she did. And and now Joyce is kind of like, well, like, I told my daughter to leave and she left. And so now I'll be like, I'll just blame it on Giles because it's his fault gotta blame it on somebody other than yourself it's really difficult to take something like that and really own that like yeah. and i'm i'm finding this even like in my personal life like you confront like if you bring something to a parent in a heated moment say say you live with your parents and you kind of need to <laughs> relitigate things that happened in the past with some regularity yeah uh there does eventually come a time where they just go i'm listen i'm not perfect okay yeah uh, and that's that's a really hard moment to come to, and I don't think Joyce is, is quite there yet. Though, little spoiler for the next episode we're doing, she does eventually get there. She does, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, she... I think, you know, like, Leslie and I have talked about this a bunch. Like, in season one and two, it's like, um, Joyce kind of does this whole thing where she... She seems like she is, um, like, disassociating a lot because of trauma. Mm. Yeah. Because she, like, will never sort of, like, admit that there's, like, lots of weird stuff going on in in town. You know, it's like she very quickly is, like, when someone's like, oh, it was a gas leak. She's like, okay. Yeah, very quick to (laughs) agree and, like, compartmentalize and all this stuff. And then finding out, like, you know, definitively from Buffy, like, what's going on in the town. 
she like you know kind of breaks a little bit i think that mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. not only is my daughter the slayer something that she didn't know existed but also like she brought buffy to this town that's on a hellmouth where now buffy has to constantly be like fighting things you know and it's yeah. like uh, okay so she's finally like checked in but she doesn't really want to be right yeah you know? she even says at the end of um like when she finds out she's like have you tried not being the slayer yeah <laughs> like, Joyce, you just don't get it yeah she's like have you oh, tried avoiding your destiny exactly <laughs> yes uh, exactly Ugh. like she's like we can just or like the other thing and she does this in the next episode too she's like you could just call the police and tell them mm-hmm and no. Buffy's like, you maniac! Like, you think the police are gonna do are gonna be excited about this? The police are gonna show up and shoot your dog and let the vampire leave. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then they'll blame it on you. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, um, well, should we? Uh, do we have anything else to talk about for Anne? Did you notice the fall mat during the fight scene? They're fighting on top of the smelter in the hell dimension, and the dude totally oh, lands I in did a fall notice mat. That. Yes, <laughs> that's very oh, funny. Man. Pretty fun. Oh, that's man. awesome. Ooh, so we no, just a little bit. We have to okay. talk about like I, I don't know who wrote who wrote this episode. I I didn't I didn't, uh, I didn't do my homework. Joss. Oh, so Joss did write this. Yeah. Wow, that's that's very surprising because it was very obviously a a conversation about you know, working class people and they're like, they're almost like forced subservience mm-hmm. to a a a boss or a ruler yeah. and like this weird ass demon nasty guy. Um, and then Buffy ends up dual wielding a fucking um, hammer and sickle at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there's no way that wasn't intentional, and that's like the what probably one of the most like iconic, like yeah, Buffy, like wink, wink, like oh, we fucking see what you did there, Joss. Like, well, maybe funny because the writer's room, and he just didn't know. Yeah, maybe he's like, who, who is Karl Marx? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Or someone in the props department had like a really good. Yeah, like oh man, wouldn't this be cool if like I just thought that was really interesting. Happy belated birthday to Karl Marx, by the way. Yeah, happy birthday, Cinco de Mayo, baby. Cinco de Marzo. Cinco de Marzo, yeah, and a Taurus, which makes a lot of sense as a fellow (laughs) as a fellow Taurian. I get it. Um, so I went to a, this is really stupid, I went to a, um, like, a kink event last night, and um, mm. <laughs> the host was like, don't do any um, cultural appropriation, like, we're not doing that, and, because mm-hmm. it, it was Cinco de Mayo, and I was like, oh, I was like, it. wouldn't it be funny if you had no idea that it was Cinco de Mayo, but you did know it was Marx's birthday, mm-hmm. and you were like... <laughs> All right, cool. Whatever. Like, I won't cosplay as Karl Marx. Sorry. All right, fine. I won't, I'll I won't take do off anything. the fake beard. Yeah. <laughs> I won't do anything visibly Austrian, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just thought that would be awesome. So like, if everybody shows up at a bar on Cinco de Mayo and they're, like, wearing beards and ascots yeah i'm also thinking about what he was actually trying to warn off of and like who would show up to a kink event in like a big cartoon mustache and sombrero i i mean 
I do live yeah. in Philadelphia. I don't know. People are crazy <laughs> here. But, but yeah, I thought it was funny. It was like, you know, okay, everyone please avoid, like, don't take your sombrero sombreros out. Don't wear them with your harnesses. <laughs> <laughs> That's your, a look. Your That's too much look. Yeah, that is too much look. Yeah. <laughs> A sombrero, a chest harness, and a nut sling. Yeah. (laughs) Powerful, powerful look. That's what everybody, and I mean, it's good that she said something, because that's what everybody was going to wear. Yeah. (laughs) In the group DMs beforehand. Yeah. All right, so we're all wearing the leather sombrero, We're all wearing our matching, yeah. Y'all got your sombreros on? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got my, my, I'm trying to think of, like, worse and worse things, like a chili pepper butt plug <laughs> oh boy that's it for me <laughs> everyone <laughs> okay anyway let's talk about Ted Vance moving right on <laughs> I'm not the one who had any drinks tonight I don't know what I'm no, um, alright so episode 2 I'm Dead spending Man's my party. energy to you yeah um <laughs> So, after months of being away, Buffy finds life back in Sunnydale less than welcoming, with Xander and Willow involved in their own romantic twosomes, and Principal Snyder sticking to his guns about expelling her from school. Despite the awkward reunion, the gang must try to come together to face a new undead threat. (laughs) Alright, this episode... I do enjoy the... The Oingo Boingo reference. Yeah. That was a good ass song. I've Mm -hmm. had that song stuck in my head all day. (laughs) Hey. Good shit. Yeah. Um, so (laughs) just from the the very beginning, you know, Joyce is putting up this awful, awful Nigerian mask. Quote unquote Nigerian. Yeah. It's nothing like any Nigerian art I've ever no, seen. No, and I and I googled the what was oh my god what Ovi Morundi I think was the name of it or like quote unquote supposed to translate to like evil eye. If, oh okay. no, it absolutely does not. No, they always Fabricated make up that shit. stuff. Yeah. Well, also, that sounds like Latin. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was hilarious that like okay, so Joyce works at a gallery that sells quote-unquote primitive art which is Mm -hmm. disgusting um yeah to make i guess like sunnydale people feel worldly um (laughs) and but like her her bedroom is like this total suburban mom bedroom yeah Yeah. it's got like tiny floral print wallpaper Mm -hmm. and (laughs) And then she puts like a night a quote-unquote Nigerian mask on the wall, and it's like a terrifying yeah. visage too. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's got like teeth and angry eyebrows, and yeah, like it doesn't matter. Even if you were like, this is like a like HR Giger designed this or whatever. It's like, <laughs> why would you put it in? You're just like, oh, it cheers up the place. She said it cheers up the room, and Buffy's like, oh, it does the actual opposite of that. Yeah. Right. It's so weird. Like, what is she talking about? I had no clue. Terrible. Yeah. Um, 
And then, you know, it's like everything is very awkward. Like this episode is super awkward because there's yeah. <laughs> a lot of like uh relationships that need repair. And like, okay, so I heard a theory that this um episode can kind of be read as like a coming out story. Mm. And I was wondering because when you know, um I think at one point Joyce says like she calls Buffy a superhero, and she's like, is that the right term? I hope that's not offensive. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, like, do you buy that? As a, Do you buy this as a coming well, out story? I think what sells it... I think what sells the concept of that for me is when they go to meet Giles, and she's very nervous about, like, what if he hates me? You know, what if he doesn't like that I'm back and then I'm here mm-hmm. and then I'm talking to him and then he just kind of like embraces Buffy and just kind of like pretends that like nothing is really nothing bad has really happened so I think I think that moment that scene where yeah. they interact with each other I I could buy that as like a, a coming out scene of him being like okay yeah you're back it's fine it's whatever yeah, yeah. the thing about getting the terminology right is uh really resonant for me i was uh my mother asked me the other day she goes so so you're a woman right and i go yes yes i am and she goes and your your partner she's a woman also correct and i go yes and then she goes does that make you lesbians and i was like yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course indeed it does i just want to make sure i'm getting the terms right i just yeah. don't, i don't know what Aww, to yeah but you know funny. what? It's it's sweet to even think of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where like it's it's sweet. awkward, but it's in a good place. Yeah. Yes, it absolutely. Comes from a good place, and like if if it's something where like a person asks you once, you're like, oh, that's great. If they ask you like ten times, it's like, okay, you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <You laughs> right. Know, like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you tried not? Have you tried slayer, not being the slayer? Being exactly. Being exactly. Yeah. Damn. And, yeah. And and call. Let's call the police instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa, I mean, this I'm, bone chilling. Yeah. This exactly. day and age. Oh God, I got goosebumps. Yeah. And then um. you know we're also introduced to um, legendary queer character Pat. Um, yeah, Pat. yeah, oh my Pat. God. So apparently, there is speaking of of um like slash fiction, there is a ton of Pat and Joyce. Pat Joyce, oh yeah, yeah, Joyce, Pat, Poise. Just making empanadas together, going to uh-huh. classes. Because cause you know what empanadas look like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Um. <laughs> What? Do they really? <laughs> sure. I don't know. I don't sure. know what they. <laughs> I want to. I think I have an idea. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. In a way, <laughs> it'd be funny if she said empanadas and then winked or something. Like. Yeah, like to the camera, like. Eh, eh. Yeah, but she's such a good, you know, like linen mumu, like yeah. California mm-hmm. lesbian, like. Yeah, like you just know that bitch owns a, owns a lot of turquoise. Yeah, she owns a lot of turquoise. She shops at Chico's. 
spends yeah. a lot of time in Sonoma. Oh my know. god, yes. <laughs> she's taking classes every night she, and like <laughs> drinking schnapps. Oh yeah, she's like my my Spanish class. We're making empanadas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was her accent? Like, where was she, where? Like, she doesn't read like she's from California. No, necessarily. Like, it was like I don't know. I think it was, yeah, just like a, oh yeah, like a, yeah, almost like um oh my god, Bobby's World, the mom, like oh, oh Bobby, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that show fucking bangs too. Why is there no oh recap god. show for Bobby's World? <laughs> because because the voice of Bobby. Howie Mandel is a piece of shit. Oh. I didn't know that. Howie Mandel is a piece of he shit. He sucks the moon clean out of the sky. Whoa, Damn. that's a lot of yeah. sucking. Mm-hmm. You have to suck mm-hmm. really hard to pull that yeah, off. It sucks so hard. Suck. He does not it. Good vampire sucking. Bad mm-hmm. sucking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bad yeah. kind. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So should we talk about the um? Like all of the conflicts in this episode, of which there are many. Yeah, Yeah. lots of little threads. And how much Xander sucks ass, dude. Uh, Well, none of them, except Oz, has been was very good to Buffy when she returned. Yeah, like mm -mm. Willow blows her off for espresso. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Yeah, and Xander basically is just like you made you made this like, you know, decision like you Yeah, you brought this on yourself, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and it's God. like, are you kidding me, dude? Like first of all, Xander is one of the only people who knows that like Angel probably got his soul back right before Buffy killed him. Yeah. Oh no. So like he knows that that's a possibility and that like Buffy is completely traumatized by the fact that she had to like kill her boyfriend. And like mm-hmm. you're going to give someone a hard time that they had to kill their boyfriend and send him to hell at the end of season 2. And like 3 <laughs> months later you think she's going to be fine? Fine with yeah. that? Yeah, it's like kill boyfriend. That's an appropriate mourning period. Yeah. Yeah. Get ki- kill boyfriend, get kicked out of school, uh, spend some time in a hell dimension. He doesn't know necessarily. <laughs> have your, about the have hell your dimension, mother but... tell you that, like, if you walk out the door, like, I don't want you back in this house. Like, yeah. Oh, devastating. Yeah, I don't understand why they are not more like sympathetic. And then, like, when she like yeah. starts packing to leave again, they're like, "Oh, you're just gonna run away again, huh?" Well, right. yeah, because you have not created a welcoming environment for me right like you invited a band and then like 50 people that i don't know into my mom's house yeah (laughs) one of my favorite lines in television thank you for calling the party casa how can i rock you (laughs) (laughs) or can i rock you or whatever it was how can i rock you and then that guy gets his neck snapped yeah dude yeah thank you you were all thinking it He's like, anybody know where Buddy is? Oh, man, you got to take a shot. Take a shot, man. Party foul. Fiesta foul, he calls it. Fiesta foul. That's what they should have called this episode. The worst. 
<laughs> oh man that's what happens if you wear a leather sombrero to a, a kink party on Cinco oh. de Mayo oh a leather sombrero now that's yeah. powerful yeah. yeah yeah it's a good look with the like you know the like the like leather daddy captain's hat thing with the yes. little chain on the front yeah the uh-huh. sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah you know when you wear like how people wear a sombrero kind of off their head with like a string attached like around their neck. Yeah. So it'd be like a chain instead. <laughs> Hell yeah. So like good. A, or a collar. Yeah. I yep. love that. Maybe that. <laughs> I need that. Yeah, we're talking a lot about fashion tonight. I like it. <laughs> like Cordelia designed these. Yeah. I, yeah. Will, I will buy them. I'll be her first customer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so, like, it, it, it was, I thought they did a really good job of, like, using the party to make Buffy feel super alienated, you know, like, nobody knows who she is, you can't have a real conversation because it's so loud, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Xander and Cordelia are making out and, like, Buffy doesn't have anyone. Sucking face. Yeah, really sucking face in the stair, in, like, the hallway. Um, unacceptable party behavior Uh (laughs) I mean they're 16 I don't know that seems fine that's true (laughs) yeah you know that's something that always drives me nuts about television they're 16 but they look like they're 25 oh yeah well yeah because they are yeah yeah but it's like they're all like 25 to 27 when they started this tv show and that was three seasons ago so yeah (laughs) yeah <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm expected so to believe that this 30 year old man is 16 yeah. years old. Yeah. yeah, or like Cordelia is a senior. Like she is so like I, like put together. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. you her know, little like cardigan sets are so funny. Yeah, like nobody. <laughs> I don't know anyone who ever dressed like that in high school. Right? No, yeah. not in, yeah. 98. Mm-mm. No. Um, I love, yeah, and I love, like, all the little, like, things about how, um, you know, they're like, oh, you can't bury your feelings, Buffy, and, like, cuts They're just gonna to, come back up again. Yeah, like, yeah. cuts to yes, zombies. Yes, that was, that was a smart piece of, I, I, man, I fucking, I hate to... He didn't write this episode. Give it credit. Oh, he didn't write this episode. Nope. Got it. Okay, good. All right. No, that was a smart piece of writing then. <laughs> I hate giving credit to Joss Sweet. I understand. It's, it, it's like, poison. It feels like ash in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, there were some funny lines. The, oh, the other thing that made me laugh so hard was uh, when Giles, like Giles is coming to the rescue because like basically... The other thing about being in a party that's so fucking loud is when you're about to get attacked by zombies, <laughs> you can't hear the phone. Yeah. And, you know, Giles is like, um, hello, can somebody get Buffy? Trying to get old Buffy, yeah. Yeah. And um, so he, like, jumps in his car and he gets attacked by zombies and he jump starts his car like a boss. So um, cool. Which is cool because, like, it... It's a a little like snippet into his life as Ripper. Yep. 
Yeah. Because he says after he like, which I don't think whatever he did is how you hotwire a car. <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> I don't think you just like grab some wires and like spark them together. Yeah. <laughs> but he says afterwards, he's like, it's just like riding a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was like, a very oh, cool piece of so world cool. building. Yeah, exactly. I, I love, love that. It. Yeah. Um, what I didn't love, I, it was still funny, but when he's like, do you like my mask? Isn't it pretty? It raises the dead. And then he's like, ugh, <laughs> Americans. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, man, come on. Yeah, the, British, the British didn't steal any cultural artifacts from exactly. other countries. Ray, famously <laughs> for hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> um, Return the contents of the British Museum immediately. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's not an American thing, Giles. Yeah, empty that fucking Victoria and Albert museum this instant exactly oh can i tell you a really funny story always yeah, okay so um i was listening to uh that podcast um you're wrong about and, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh, and they did a, um an episode about medieval torture devices and how like most of them are not real at all um mm. like most of them are what? I know you have to listen to it. It's so good. Most of them were made in like Victorian times um, <gasps> as like a joke or a lark or just sort of like, I'm going to do this funny, weird, goofy thing that based on like an illustration that I saw. Um, like, look how huh. far we come. We've come from exactly our, like, like yeah, primitive ancestors. Exactly. Uh. Like, you know how like, the medieval, like, the period of the Dark Ages is not because it was, like, actually dark. It was because it was, we don't have a lot of, like, record of right. that time. Wow. So, like, it's hard to find information. So, um, the, like, chastity belt or, like, cage kind of thing that, like, we just, like, as idiots assume like, assume, yeah, because like, all of our, like, all of our historical context is based out of, like, the the dinner Robin theater Hood. medieval times yeah Robin Hood men in tights <laughs> <laughs> Robin Hood men in tights yeah that's going to shape my willy yeah exactly. I just watched that recently oh my god that like still one of the uh, aside from some racial stuff that has not aged well yeah still one of the best comedic films ever put on celluloid <laughs> that's Perry Elwes right yeah Perry Elwes yeah. yep. Hell yeah. Oh, hell, yeah. Mm -hmm. hell yeah. Um so yeah, like the chastity belt as a thing is not real other than like people use them for fun. But like sure. um there was one that was in the British Museum up until like 1999 that they thought was like a medieval um device and they like dated it and it like was from like the 1800s. The metals were like, <laughs> and they were like, "We gotta take yeah. this shit out." Yeah, so it's like you know, so like the pair of anguish or whatever. Oh, it's not real either. You know what they? Yeah. Think that what? Might, you know what they think it might have been is like a sock or shoe stretching device, <laughs> as shit. opposed to a pink sock stretching device. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that bananas? <laughs> That's I, fucked up. My entire, I am. Losing the concept of reality exactly. as we speak right now. So these these devices are as real as the dirty Sanchez. Yes, they're like they're like <laughs> crafted. Uh huh. Or as real as the Nigerian mask that. Um, <laughs> yes. <you know. laughs> 
Yeah, Ova Marundi or whatever. Yeah, that Joyce acquires in her Sunnydale gallery. Um for yeah for white suburban upper middle class people to buy and put in their home (laughs) we we were going to talk about this because it's it's interesting that so the concept of zombies i mean they you know the concept of the of the fear of the undead is Mm -hmm. is as old as fear of death itself you know yeah Uh, there are like yeah. yeah and there are like um they they've done digs on like Roman grave sites where they have obviously like put corpses and stuff under rocks and oh, chains yeah, because yeah. they were afraid of like people like yeah they were afraid of like corpses coming back from the dead even as far back as ancient Roman times yeah but like the concept of the sort of brainless zombie dates back to like 1700s 1800s in Haiti where like a lot of like Haitian religious culture and like voodoo and that kind of stuff um has this concept of like uh, i think originally it was like if you commit suicide you are doomed to like walk the earth as like an undead being and like kind of brainless or whatever as opposed to like going back to your you know african homeland or whatever and we have we as white people have completely fucked that up as we do most things that's true (laughs) um (laughs) to to be this kind of like concept of like but but the th- the thing that's cool about like the Haitian concept of 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 um zombieism is that zombies are sort of a almost like a under the control of what what was it called Kate like a a a master or like somebody who is controlling the zombies yeah I think it's like called Bokor or something like that right. yeah yeah and that's like a metaphor for like being a slave on a plantation you know exactly that, that yeah. That you're like work to death, um, you know, and that like yeah, you have no individuality, no right. sense of you have no brains essentially because you are just a you know a cog in the machine. For yeah, definitely. Um, and I read this other cool thing about like zombie narratives that was like, um, you know, the I guess one of the first films that in america about zombies was white zombie which is like right 1932 yeah which is like you know this very super racist like white fear of oofa doofa it's real bad y'all of the other you know and like Mm. um you should definitely name your metal band after it and like, <laughs> yeah, drop yeah. it off of that. Yeah, wait a that. minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, or if your first name is Robert, then you should stop that. Damn it, Robert. Robert Zombie. Imagine his mom being like, Robert Zombie, you finished your dinner before you get dessert. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, the the. So, like, now zombie movies are often, like, um, you know, it's it's more like uh, end-of-the-world scenarios. Like, you, there isn't, like, a single person who turns you into a zombie mm-hmm. or, like, a single group of people, like, a, like, slave masters or something. It's, like, the system makes people zombies, you know? So it's, yeah. like, yeah. Um, like, Girl with All the Gifts and the, what are the... Uh, shoot the the first zombie movie where it was like people actually move really fast. 
28 Days Later? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, where, you know, it's like a airborne illness or some sort of, like, genetic mutation or whatever, where it's like, we don't exactly know where it's coming from, and it's, like, gonna cause the end of the world, basically. Yeah. Um, right. So it's not, it's not like this um, sort of explicitly... Um, I guess like there there isn't an explicit evil individual yeah indivi- yeah individual it's more just that like everything is falling apart <laughs> yeah. yeah it's almost like systemic mm-hmm. and that's that's interesting because there's like so under like with chattel slavery you have people that are essentially pressed into the workforce to uh produce uh labor value for other people mm-hmm. right right uh, at the same time, you have free people who are just like working for subsistence, who are just like subsistence farmers in that system. Right. Under capitalism, we are there's no longer the subsistence farmer doesn't really exist. We are all forced to mm-hmm. labor for uh, we, we give our excess labor value to uh, employers. Right. Yeah. So it's that sort of mirrors the difference between there being like a slave master controlling the zombies and there being like a systemic yeah yeah so it's interesting like how you know like zombie pop culture has changed with the times um yeah it's no longer a an evil that you can identify and combat you know what i mean right right and even in like uh you know modern stuff like the walking dead you know it 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 uh spoilers for the walking dead which has been going on for like fucking <laughs> a thousand years, years or whatever yeah. <laughs> it's perpetual. Um, but yeah it is i i want to say it is airborne or like we were always going to be zombie something like that mm-hmm. um and it is totally outside of your control yes yeah i think that's part of it too that it's like totally outside of your control like you can't mm-hmm. fight you don't know who to fight not saying obviously that like the early iterations are better, just that they're different. Different, um, yeah. And then, and I, I mean, I guess like I, I think this episode is really good, and a lot gets done in it that like kind of moves things forward. And I like the queer subtext. I just, I'm like, did they? Couldn't they have just? put a weird mask up on the wall why did it have to be this like right. culturally appropriative nonsense where i mean it's like at least they got west africa right but like otherwise it's just like why yeah, it didn't I, need to be that yeah. yeah i think joss just doesn't know i think it's just kind of an easy scapegoat for him yeah to be like oh it's yeah, it's Nigerian or it's this this culture that is so far removed from me, a a rich white Californian. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I remember he, watching this like, yeah, 15 years ago and still being like, this sucks. This, yeah. fuck, this fucked know? up. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just doesn't have enough for being so like. Uh, I don't want to hand it to him, but no, he, he does have a lot him. of imagination when it comes to like storytelling. But in some regards, he is just so like stilted and, yeah. and stymied. He just has no imagination. Yeah, yeah. that's true. 
Um, yeah, it's a bummer because I feel like otherwise this episode is really interesting. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, um, I can, I, and I definitely think it like works as like the episode that like pushes forward into like all the things that happen in season three mm-hmm. and how like, you know, they're all fighting and then it kind of, rem- <laughs> it reminds me of like in, um, in like shows and film where like you're fighting about all this like petty kind of human stuff. Yeah. And then like some incredibly huge, like scary supernatural thing happens and you're like, Oh, we should actually all like puts you in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they work, they all work together and come back together and realize like they, you know, they're a good team. And, um, yeah. So it's like a good, it's a good, uh, I guess, like moving forward kind of episode, but yeah. Can we talk ass. about how great Armin Shimmerman is? Yes. Oh my god. So good. Well, great as an actor, he's a tremendous yes. actor. Good, good dude. Um, friend of the pod and and former guest Yessie talked about like how. He was a union man and he's like yeah. union steward for like the actors guild or whatever. Yeah. Like he's a cool yeah. dude. He fucking rules. Uh in in this episode though, ooh, did I want to just oh, did I want to just lay him the fuck out? <laughs> yeah. Total oh, ooh, I wanted to do violence so to Armin, Armin Shimmerman. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's um Audrey, I always think of him as like the if Giuliani were a principal. He looks yeah. like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. He super does. Damn, I can't. You said it one time, Kate, and now I can never I, escape. I know. It. I'm really sorry, but it's like so <laughs> true. Like he rules. You know, it's like he rules the school, like with an uh, iron fist. Yeah, yeah. As, as like a no fun, like fun is not allowed guy. And yeah. like mm-hmm. Giuliani did that to New York. He like you know <laughs> shut down all the clubs. He's like, okay, yep. nobody's having any fun in this place anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, not while I still have breath in my lungs. Yeah. And he's um, like, obviously, you know, they're starting to show that he's like aligned with the mayor and that he works with yeah, the Yeah. He has a lot of influence in like local institutions. Yeah. Yeah. And he works with the police. Yeah. Like, so he like the police know so he's obviously a bad guy yeah (laughs) instantly makes you shitty yeah yeah um and like as one thing that that uh giles that joss whedon does that we kind of like on this show it's not perfect but like he does often make the police seem like incredibly like ineffectual and yeah yeah. incompetent and also the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and corrupt. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, there is some sort of underground sort of organization, not of vampires, but of, you know, the mayor, the principal, and the police. <laughs> yeah, all, the like, state. corroborating. Yeah, yeah, the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um... The, this somebody episode should write did... an essay about that. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to read something like that. Yeah. The, this episode did uh, was the genesis for <laughs> for a very powerful moment for me Ooh. when when Rupert Giles almost lays him the fuck out. Yeah, he shoves him right into a filing cabinet, and he's like, 
I, I'm sure I could convince you to let Buffy back in. And I was watching that and I was like, I, I already have it real bad for Anthony Stewart head. <laughs> and this moment I was just like, oh. You felt God. it in your loins. I flooded my basement for this scene. Oh, God. Yeah, I had a moment and a half. Wow. <laughs> I had a moment and a half for Giles in this episode when... Um, He's like when the whole Scooby Gang comes over and he like makes them tea. He's making him tea. And yeah. He goes yeah. into the kitchen. He goes into the kitchen for a minute and like loses his composure. He like takes. His yeah, he starts to cry off. for a little bit. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that 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 made me have a moment with him. He's yeah. Ooh, God, Anthony dude. Head. Yeah. Anthony Head, if you're listening to this podcast, please come on the show. <laughs> Please come on the show. Is he on I Twitter? wouldn't be able to like form. I think he is. Yeah. Would it be wrong if I said Anthony, give me some head? Yeah. Anthony, give. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would be <laughs> immediately. Yeah, I'm sure he's never heard that before. You know. Yeah. In his fast and story career. <laughs> never in his years as a hobby has anyone told him. <laughs> uh huh. If I was his girlfriend, I would say that every day. <laughs> every day. Oh my god. Yeah. Anthony Stewart Head is a big hydrogen energy guy. Oh, boy. Oh, He's good for retweet, him. Retweeting a lot of clean energy stuff. Nice. All right, nice. Anthony. So I can, I can get on board with that. Um, <laughs> can we talk very briefly about the cat puppet? <laughs> I it was a it. puppet? I don't know. It was a puppet for like... It was a puppet for the first half, and then when they dug it out of the ground, then it was just a dirty-ass, disgusting <laughs> main coon <laughs> they found at some fucking side, like, <laughs> like highway side, like, freak show. Yeah. yeah. Like, they got the animal <laughs> trainer to, like, go out on the streets of LA and be like... It's like, I, I'd love to hire an animal trainer, <laughs> but I spent all my money on this fucking Nigerian mask. <laughs> so all of our props budget is spent. What can we get for like 40 bucks? I found a cat uh, out and there. they found it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> I have a weakness for Meiji terrible looking cats. Me I was too, Audrey. Si- I, was, I was sitting on a patio with some friends and this like clearly diseased animal wanders up. And oh, just no. like, looks at everybody, and I go, "Come here, baby." Yeah. <laughs> like, all cats deserve mama. love, is I, my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I have one cat um, named Odin who has one eye and like Aww. barely any ears. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> and he's like really skinny, and um, he's hilarious. And like the only bad thing about him is that he sprays. Um, sure. So we've started calling yeah. him Piss Snake. <laughs> Audrey, have you ever played um, Metal Gear? Uh, just enough to know that Piss Snake is very funny. <laughs> very good, yeah. Is that, is that like a and Especially when he's like climbing the ladder and that song starts. It's my favorite what song. He's like, what a thrill, Piss Eater. Wow. <laughs> that one is <laughs> That joke is just for the dorks in oh, the audience. Yeah, actually, I tapped into something without even knowing it. 
gives me meaning to liquid snake. You know what I'm saying? Hey, oh. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I love my little piss snake. Aww. <laughs> oh, Odin. So good. He tries his best. He really does. He he's <laughs> incredibly handsome, too, which Aww. is very funny. Um, and he's handsome to me. He's my little son. My little piss Aww, snake son. Of course, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, do, do we have anything else about uh, this episode that we want to talk about? Um, how did it wait? How did it yeah, end? Should we talk because, about how okay. Pat dies? Yeah, so well, Pat died somehow in Joyce's hallway. I guess she had a little too much snop- schnapps, yeah. and she fucking just beeped it in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't zombie then, related, <laughs> yeah, not zombie related at all. But then she goes and she puts the mask on which yes. makes her like the zombie wrangler or whatever yeah. zombie whisperer um but then oh no it was super super cool how buffy like like staked her through the eyes yeah she died doing what she loved cool. being stabbed in the face with a <laughs> shovel stabbed in the face with a shovel <laughs> um <laughs> no good move. shit yeah really yeah. good move yeah Just- and the makeup and stuff for that was really cool like the the practical effects was really neat yeah if i may push up my glasses for a moment yes. uh, giles asked oz to go and tell her that the eyes are where the weak point the eyes are the weak point yeah oz goes out to do it uh she spins around flashes him with the eye beam he doesn't you know get oh, to yeah. tell her mm-hmm. and then she Wait. goes for the eyes anyway yeah, she just kind of like intuitive instinctively. Yeah. Like they mm-hmm. they tee it up like it's some information that she's supposed to receive from Oz and then she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got no, it. They, never mind. You're they good. never made it clear like what so when Pat looks at you, everybody kind of like Medusa kind of freezes yeah. for, for a second. second. Almost like um what that little thing in Men in Black. Like oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, did you flash thingy me? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's not like a great superpower. No, I, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I mean, it makes sense because, like, in fiction, modu op, mo, modus operandi or whatever mm. they call it <laughs> translates to evil eye. And so, mm. obviously, it would make sense that, like, the eyes are very important to this, this demon or whatever, this yeah. zombie wrangler. Um, but yeah, they never made it clear like what other powers this demon has other than control of the other zombies. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so if she like you know she shoots her eye eyeballs at you, eye beams, eye beams, and then <laughs> eye lasers, and you freeze for a moment, and then it's like, what does she do? That just like punch you, right? <laughs> You're frozen. Yes, yeah. I guess you're either immobilized or like you. It's almost like um. I'm about to say some nerd shit, but it's almost like the silence in Doctor Who where if you oh, look yeah. at them and then you look away, you immediately forget what you were fucking talking about. Mm. Um, I think it's kind of something like that. I think that's what they were trying to go for. Right. Just not successfully. Yeah. It, it was not fleshed out. <clears throat> the, all the times that somebody gets hit by the eye flash, they just kind of look at her for a second <laughs> in shock. Yeah. And then they're fine a moment later. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I feel like, yeah, it's supposed to immobilize you for a moment, but it's like, well, 
in a moment, that's fine. Like, Buffy was like, oh, no. And then, like, she stopped for a second and then, like, regained her strength enough to throw yeah, both of them out of like, the window. Yeah, back in... Yeah. yeah, back in business. Yeah, so not a great Ooh. superpower for also operandi. <laughs> how much money do you think Joyce is gonna have to oh front my God. to fix her fucking house? That Jesus. house, yeah. The front door is fucked. Everything. The is bay, fucked. the bay window is completely fucked. There's popcorn everywhere. <laughs> There's popcorn everywhere. <laughs> dead teenagers we, all over the place. Yeah, dead teenagers. We so all know what was teenagers. in them solo cups. Yeah. Like we're not we're not, you know. We're not we're not swayed here. I kept laughing. Red solo cups mean alcohol. Oh yeah. I was laughing so hard about the popcorn cuz it's like there was all this <laughs> stuff on the floor and I was like, what is that? Like insulation foam? No. <laughs> it's like popcorn just everywhere. Popcorn, yeah. Because <laughs> when you have a house party with a live band, you throw popcorn. like you're in fucking American Pie. Yeah. You've got <laughs> to have the popcorn. You do. Required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like so many people died in that, in yeah. that party. So many people. Well, I feel like a lot of people. So there's there's a couple minutes where they are all uh, Buffy, Buffy's mom, Xander, Willow, um, Cordelia. They are hashing shit out. And you can see in the background all these randos from this fucking party (laughs) that don't even know Buffy, don't even know why they're here. You can see them like silently sneaking out. Yeah. yeah. Starting to file out. Like opening the door and they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. I'd rather like go, you know, smoke weed in the smoke in the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah. Fiesta Fell guy got his neck snapped. We gotta get out of here. Poor guy. Yeah, that yeah, really okay. fast. Really fast. I'm gonna start answering the phone at work like that. You should. <laughs> How may I party rock you tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Party rock is in the house tonight. (laughs) That's the origin of that song. Yeah. Yeah. A young LMFAO watched that Buffy uh, episode and they were like, Huh. Well, one young and one not as young because it's a, <laughs> it's an uncle and do, a nephew. Oh, <laughs> that rules. Is that the have a weirdest of... thing? Right. <laughs> like, who had the hey. foothold in the music industry? I gotta assume it's the uncle. Know, who's yeah. like, I don't have any kids myself, but I have a nephew that would be perfect <laughs> to be in this yeah. duo with me. Somebody must keep yeah. it the family. Yeah. Who must? Yeah. Who was like, hey, Uncle Tony, do you want to do something? fucked up with me right now (laughs) (laughs) i know a bunch of dudes who will wear hamster costumes and like do this dance for us yeah (laughs) i mean they're they've got to be like billionaires now yeah oh for sure yeah the two albums and dip strategy is very good They licensed that song to fucking Scion commercials. Yeah. Like, they are making yep. money. Yeah. Everyone's favorite uncle and nephew team. <laughs> 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 or only uncle and nephew team. <laughs> only one that I'm aware of. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, all right, well, did we learn anything this evening? <laughs> 
Oh my god, I learned so many things. I learned so much about zombies. I learned so much about you know house parties. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot of things. I learned like that reading I rainbow learned that, moment. I learned that hell is industrialized. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned that it it's um it moves at a, a different time pace. Sure. Than, mm-hmm. Sure. Time dilated um, hell. Yeah. So, which is a little weird because Angel goes to hell and comes back the same. Yeah. So, wouldn't <laughs> he be an old man? Yeah. That would be funny. Um, Hollywood. I learned that, uh, I guess, teens use the word hootenanny. Oh, uh, <laughs> with a lot of hoot and just a little bit of nanny. Yep, that made me feel uncomfortable for some reason. I don't no, like I that. Love that. I love that. Okay, the fact that it was delivered by Oz, yeah, was was a, a good a good salve. No, you're right. <laughs> um, I learned that empanadas look vaguely like vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> in I a mean, certain light. You know, if you light. if you look hard enough, yeah. anything. Well, that's true. If you look hard enough, anything. everything looks like a vagina. Mm-hmm. That's where it all comes from. It's true. We're just always trying to get back in there. Yep. <laughs> I learned that Anthony Stewart Head is a big clean energy guy, yeah. which I'm still I'm still yeah, scrolling the timeline. It's a ton of retweets from this same account. Oh. About hydrogen well, energy. Highs on okay. motors. Could be worse. Yeah. Could be worse. He could be a Tesla guy. You know? That's true. He could be an NFT guy. That's oh pretty my bad. God. Yeah. If he was trying Ooh. to like sell Buffy NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I don't know what I would do. I know. It would be pretty sad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um yeah we learned a lot tonight <laughs> i think so yeah so that is gonna do it for us audrey obviously we know that you have something to plug but yeah. do you have anything to plug <laughs> i certainly do uh you can listen to my podcast radio free tote bag it's a show about relationships you can listen to that at rftb.me on the web or in any podcatcher you choose uh, we do also have uh, Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash RFTB, you get bonus episodes of that very program that I just mentioned. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at RFTB Audrey. Awesome. Of, awesome. Lot of, not a lot of, I don't tweet very much, but uh, you, can, <laughs> you can find me over there. It's quality yeah. over quantity. You're in love, That's so right. you're tweeting less, right? <laughs> That's 100% exactly, what yeah. it is. I can't, uh-huh. I can't tweet if I'm just on the phone with my long distance partner exactly. 100% of the time. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we we also have a Twitter. It's at Fangs Podcast because I couldn't fucking get Fangs Cast for some reason. Aww. Damn. Um, but our Patreon, where you can get uh, special after dark episodes, is patreon.com slash fangscast. And at the five dollar level, you will get all of our good, good uh just bullshit talking. Yeah. We love to bullshit. Like Me to especially, talk about weird but movies mostly. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening to Thanks for the Memories. Bye. See you, suckers. See you, suckers. <laughs> <laughs>